Hey there, snack fiends. This episode of Black Nerd Radio is sponsored by YummyYeti.com, where you can find the best of the Northwest snack box. Snack locally. That's YummyYeti.com, Y-U-M-M-I-Y-E-T-T-I. Hey, I got a, I got a, I got a thing for you. Um, are you afraid of pedophiles? Afraid of pedophiles? Yes, because if you are, you should just grow up. Really? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you you always entertain me with your predictable responses. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Did you, catch, did you catch the German joke? No, I didn't get it right away. But you got it, though, right? Yes. Okay. Because I had to tell Stephanie, it's more of a, she's like, that sounds pedophilish. And I was like, no, it's more rapey than pedophilish, you know, because nine means no. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a twofer, if you will. Oh jeez! All right. <laughs> See, that's <was> extra funny. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Ah, oh, dark humor. Man. It's a, it's a beautiful. Story. We've been gone a month and a half, and this is how you want to start. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Pedophile jokes, great jokes. Oh, all good, baby. It's all good. You're getting canceled today. Oh, you best believe it. That's my goal. See how quickly I can get canceled. So let's start off with a with a with a downer, man. I just want to get this out the way before we do our normal catch up. All right. Why did 2021 take Betty White so soon? Uh, we can uh, we can change before her birthday. I mean, well, you I know w- what? I was uh, so sad, dude. It, she it, almost made a hundred, dude. I was so looking forward to it that. It would have been a milestone. It would have uh, been great. But 99 years is a pretty solid run. I know. I, I can't I, I can't feel too bad. You know, it was so funny. Uh, my sister, maybe it was my sister I was talking to about it. Mm-hmm. And for a second, I mean, she, she caught what she had said mm-hmm. the second it left her mouth. But I was like, Betty White died. She's like, what happened? <laughs> I was like, what? Really? What happened? <laughs> Uh, yeah, she flipped her vet. I mean, what do you think? She's exactly. 99. Yeah. <laughs> She's 99 years old. What do you think happened? She went, to, she went to sleep and didn't wake up. I mean, come on. Heroin overdose. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Drag racing, just like uh, what's Paul Walker. You know, he got burned up in a car. Oh, Jesus. I mean, I mean come on, man. I, oh, I don't know. It only took her a second before she realized what she was saying. Yeah. I mean, she said she caught herself before I got a chance to. Nagger about it, but <laughs> he was like, Oh, what happened? Shut up. I caught it. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I was just so looking forward to that celebration and that big special they had for her and 
her giving her old lady quips and all that. I mean, a hundred years old is a and I, don't get me wrong, I'm not sad. You know, I mean, you can't like like when my grandma finally dies, she's ninety five. It's it's not it's not sad. You know, she's ninety five. You know, not yeah. fifty five. So it's a different type of feeling. It's more like with Betty White, it was like, damn, I really wanted to see that birthday party. That's what it's a selfish thing. I wanted to be entertained right. by that birthday party, and it's like, no, sorry, Sydney Poitier was ninety two, so it's like I can't uh, be too bad another, about that either. Another, yeah, another. I mean, it sucks that they're gone, yeah. but they had some really good runs, and right. they were people of note, not just both of them, not just famous for being for doing what they did. They changed the industry they worked in. Right. That's that says something. See, and I thought I had my money on uh, Clint Eastwood and Jimmy Carter as the next to go after Portier died. I was right. surprised out of my my ass that uh, it was Bob Saget. Saget. Was he was like, only sixty five. Yeah, I was like, did he have a heart attack? Was the drug overdose? You know, what I mean, because those are the things you go down when it's a a, a youngish. Because let's be real, with medical advances and all that stuff, and the way we know how to take care of ourselves, sixty five is not what it used to be. Not at all. You know, it's not that, oh, my God, he's going to die. Because used to be you could retire at 65, 62 years old because you knew the end was coming. Now, I think it's 73. Se 72. Yeah, 72 you can retire now. So it's like it's a little different. And I was like, well, what happened? Did he OD? Did he fall down some stairs? Did he put Steve McQueen and get drunk and hit his head and bleed out? I mean, the fuck happened? I, I, that, was, that caught me off guard, Bob Sackett. I... Was just blown on. Oh my God! You took Bob Saget. The hell? Yeah, that's it's weird. He was due to. He was due to. Uh, he was due to perform here in Portland in like uh, next month. Yes, he was, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, he was supposed to be at the Helium, I believe. Oh man, that's it. Just this man. Just start off with a bang. Also, I read um, about this uh, so-called future traveler who says he's legit. He, oh, laid yeah. out, he laid out some dates of some things that are going to happen, and he said there's going to be a super variant of COVID. It's like five to ten times more deadly and communicable than the first COVID. It'll be coming sometime in March. Or no, May. It'll be coming in May. And I'm like, okay, I, I hope he's wrong, because I have a relative that is unvaccinated and has caught COVID twice. Jesus, and you would think you would think after the first one they would. Uh, now we don't have to put out your business, but is no, this, I'm not, not going to say the name. But I uh, no no no, I'm not asking names. Okay, is this the one with all the children? No, 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 no. Thank no. God, I don't know their that vaccination status, and I, frankly, I don't want to know because I'll just get angry. I don't want to know, and I hadn't thought about it till you brought it up. I had it, it, oh. you crossed my mind. I'm going to forget about it the minute I close this up anyway, because they, they're not on my mind. This one is because she's got like multiple degrees. She's believes in science. Her mother caught it and almost died. She's caught it twice. Her sister caught it and almost died, but yet she won't vaccinate. And the worst part about it is when I told her I knew her first words were, you, oh my God! Does the whole family know? I was like, "That's what you're concerned about." That the whole all... family knows I'm a dumbass. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and 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 if it wasn't the fact that she was helping Stephanie, who had 
a really bad day um, in the hospital. Right. Um, I was going to lay into her because she's the reason why I haven't had my surgery yet. It's people like her why I haven't been able to have surgery. I have been declared disabled by the Social Security, just so you know. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, it's that bad. I can get a fucking fucking uh, handicapped driver uh, sticker. And get your check. Get your monthly uh, stipend. Yeah, that's how bad it is. And they can't get me because these unvaccinated COVID bastards keep filling up the hospital beds. And it's like, you're, you're killing me. It's not just about you. You're killing me. You know? Yeah. And I just wanted to just lay into her about it, but I didn't. I I talked to I talked to um, uh, her cousin or my cousin about it, and he said at first she tried to lay out the um, uh, the Tuskegee experiment was her was her. Oh main God, I hate hearing this when they don't have all the fucking facts. I know, I know, I know, I know. But just for people who don't know. I mean, if you you know if you're listening to this podcast, you should fucking know should by fucking, now. Yeah. Uh, this Tuskegee experiment was uh in the late 40s, early 50s. Yeah. Am I ran, correct about and it, that? Yeah, and it ran into the late 70s. I believe. Yeah, it ran and it followed. Yeah, went into the late ended like in the late 70s, mm. um, where there was a select group of soldiers in the South, uh, in a very rural part of the South, where they're very poor, but military men. Uh, black men were not there. People always like to not really read the facts or look up on the facts. They they didn't inject these men no. with syphilis. No. They didn't treat it. Right. They gave them a bunch of placebo effects and they wanted to see what syphilis did to the body. Right. If, if, if untreated. And so they experiment on this group of black men and, uh, you know, and it and it ruined their lives, basically. Well, of course it did. <laughs> <laughs> but um, every time they said they were treating them, they were just giving them stuff that would do nothing, like water and just nothing that would actually treat their condition. So a lot of people now say, oh, this is the experiment. They're injecting them with shit. No, they didn't inject them with anything. No. These men already had it. Yeah, they just didn't treat them. They just didn't make them better. They just... Watched them die is what they did, which to me, in a lot of ways, even worse. Oh, much worse. So she threw that out there, and obviously she didn't understand that. And and then she said that you know she doesn't want the government tracking her. And I'm like, what do you think your cell phone is? Well, yeah. What do you? Why are you fucking serious? Yeah, and and, uh, and my cousin what do you told think? her that too. It's like your cell phone. she drives, if she drives a car past 2010, what does she think her car does? Right, GPS. It's like, and plus. I asked him, I said, did you tell her that she's a nothing, a nobody, a peon, a meaningless human being in the cause of society? He said, yes, I did. I gave her all that. No one cares what you do. No one wants to track you. What is wrong with you? You ain't important. And I I, I can't stress that enough. You're not important enough for the government to follow. Why would they do that? Well, they're also trying to make us, you know, compliant to the government rules. And what rules? What are you talking about? I had hesitations at first because, again, I what I didn't understand was how they got it done so fast. But what I didn't realize was technology changes, things get done faster. Oh, okay. And then they, and they have a base to work from. I mean, you right. get a shot, you get a flu shot every year, or you can. You can. I got my right. flu shot. But 
the variant is different every year. Right. It's like, it's like people don't think about that. Well, how do they come up with the vaccine so fast? Well, they come up with a flu shot in nine months. Right. And it's like you every people, year, every <laughs> fucking year. And it's like I wanted to see if these rich white folks who were getting the vaccine were going to die, you know, or get sick or have side effects. Because I know if they were going to give it to the president and everybody else and something happened, you know, they wouldn't they wouldn't do it unless it was safe. And once they took it, I was like, okay, it's good. And I went and got mine. My boosters due in March. Uh, so fuck all of you who think that it's a bad thing. I don't understand it. I, and these are also the same people. And this is this, these ones really pissed me off. The government has no right to reach into my body and tell me what to do. They can't tell me what to do with my body. Yet you're the one who's anti-abortion. Who's anti-abortion. Mm-hmm. So they can't tell you to get a vaccine that can stop a communicable disease but they can tell a woman that they have to keep a baby that they don't want or, or whatever it is before it becomes able to survive outside of the mother. You know what I mean? It's like, right. it's like this one dude on TikTok who got banned like seven different times who was happy that the Ohio law would allow an 11-year-old who had been raped by, I think, her father to abort the baby. And I fucking believe Yeah, he was like, babies, isn't that? It's not the baby's fault. And I'm like, my first thought was, you're a pedophile. That was my first yeah. thought when I saw that. I was like, he's a pedophile. And a couple other people did some digging and found out that he got kicked out of school for selling porn to underage kids. So I was right. Because that sounds like a pedophile. He wants to be able to have sex with, young, with, with, with little girls, impregnate them, and get away with it. That's why he acts like that. So fuck all you people. I hate you all. All of you. Jesus Christ. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, first show of 2022. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. I know, right? Uh, the, just the, uh, the uh, begin. we are Black Nerd Radio. Uh, sorry for the cold open. Uh, it is what it is. But if you're this far in, this deep in with us, this is how shit happens most of the time. So um, we'll skip all the holiday stuff. Um We'll get into more current events. Uh, I heard you got your, you. So you said you got your you do your booster in March. I just got my booster. Yep, you're in March. Did uh, I also had another procedure, another medical procedure just recently? Yeah, you got a second belt. Good for you. <laughs> I got a vasectomy because I am out of the baby making business. But uh, <laughs> he's got another belt. Good for you. Good for you. A steak with no venom is a belt. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, that is good for me. I am not. I am all done. You know, it was kind of funny. Um, was um, what getting the procedure? I, you know, it's much ado about nothing. I mean, it's not nothing. Don't get me wrong. No, but it's not nothing. It, it's a very quick procedure, and the pain, you don't feel anything. I mean, you feel a little tugging, but you don't feel real pain, maybe a little discomfort, but the pain doesn't really come until you go home. Right. And then that's when you need to ice down and stuff. And even then, it's not debilitating. It's just like you're not running. You're wearing tight underwear or, or a jock strap. You just want to take it easy. Mm-hmm. But the procedure itself, uh, 10 minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes tops. Yeah. But uh, mine was 
it was kind of it was it was it was very awkward. It was well, very they, awkward. well, they had to have it a, gives, they need a microscope, right? Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> you got all these silly jokes. I'm gonna I punch know. I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> but right, uh <laughs> what uh what really kind of sucked was um so I go in the I go in the office mm. and you know they give you like a thing uh, you have to fill, if not fill out but read and kind of do your own home prep before you go in right. and I've talked to I did a lot of research about it because I was so afraid of what could go wrong but a lot of my fears were pretty much old fears like if I was getting a vasectomy fifty years ago these fears would have been valid mm. but you know th- this day and age it's it's super you get a better sh- I'd have a better shot of getting struck by lightning while waiting in the waiting room right before before you know anything really goes wrong but um what uh I go in the room and uh it kind of <laughs> what made it very awkward was the late that there's a prep nurse right so mm-hmm. she comes in and um you know they tell you that well i want you to shave and all that stuff and everyone i've talked to said they shaved they you know they, they shaved but it they ended up uh you know they ended up shaving them anyway now i i don't use like a, i didn't use a razor and i just have like a manscape so i just went over it and mm-hmm. i felt it was pretty good and so i get there and they, you know the prep nurse tells me to strip down to my t-shirt and then sit on the table and cover up with this like paper you know like you know like you sit on the paper on the uh, doctor's table mm-hmm. well, they have like they have like a, a an equivalent of that to put over your lap so she comes in and she's like lays me down flat and she asked me is it okay if i have a trainee come in oh and they put like this warm pad, like a heating pad, heavy heating blanket over you. Mm-hmm. So you're, so you're junk, you know, like for people who don't know for the women, I guess the men know this, you know, warm, your body's loose and your dick will just hang, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you have hang time mm-hmm. uh, or, uh, you know, so it, it, the more flaccid and loose everything is, the easier the process is. Right. So they put that on you, leave you and put and you know, leave it for a few minutes. Then they come in, she comes in, with the assistant now it sucked that they were both very attractive (laughs) how'd that work out for you i'd say one was attractive one was actually hot and i was like oh no (laughs) because the woman who talked to me initially looked like miss garrett so i was expecting that that's that's you know no hard yeah fine great i don't care Mm -hmm. you know someone that looks like my you know like uh, a friend of my mom's i can live with but not some hot chick that i know i'm older than Mm -hmm. and uh, and then uh so she comes in one like puts the numbs stuff on and she Mm -hmm. first she lifts the 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 thing to see kind of what's what's going on and she's like oh nice and at first i was like well, here's the thing. She's, I, for like, I, I paused, but she didn't pause. But for that two seconds, I thought I was feeling myself. I was like, oh shit, is this going to be like a, a porn? You like know? A porn. Like, there you go. <laughs> is this where we're going? But no, she's like, oh, nice. You shaved well. I don't have to do that. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Oh, <laughs> uh, could you just stop it? Oh, nice. And just went about your business. Right. Would have made my day. Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, so they, she puts like 
so she gets like the numset cream and they got to put it everywhere. It's even like in the crack of your butt and all that. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it just, it, they just like, they, they're very generous with it because, because they going to make a, a, like a, a small incision. Right. They don't use a scalpel. They use like a punch or a laser or something to that effect. Anyway. Um, um, so one's doing it on, they're both doing it. So I was like, this is like a, this is like a porn, you know, they're both involved, both their hands in there. And then they, they stop, they get it all lathered up because she's just really talking her through it, coaching her. And so they start to have this mundane conversation about like, so, you know, like, like a TV show they were watching or one of them was watching and the other one was asking questions. Meanwhile, I'm laying on the table like Winnie the Pooh. I just got my shirt on and socks and my dick's just hanging out. They didn't even bother to, like, cover me up. Then they just walk out. I was like, God damn it. I had to cover myself back up. But then the doctor came in and 10 minutes later, I'm walking out of there. Nice. I set my timer from the time I walked in to the time I checked in. Because as soon as I walked in, I checked in to the time I'm walking out. One hour, three minutes. It was set fast. That's really fast. Yeah. That's so, really fast. Wow. Nice. I, I strongly suggest if you get it done, fellas, if you don't want kids. But um Well, let's 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 uh <laughs> I have so many inappropriate things that I, I really want to move away from this before I say something really stupid. Because all I can, oh. all I can, because when I when I had my uh, my uh, kidney stone, and they had to remove the plastic tube from inside uh, after they removed it, this Latino lady came in, and I didn't even know what was about to happen. Similar, well, you knew what was going to happen. I didn't. She literally put her left hand on my chest and said, "Lay down." I was like, "Okay." And then she grabbed my twig and berries and then just pretty much dug into the pee hole. Oh, fuck. Yeah, putting in, put in anesthetic, just dug in. And she's like, okay, relax, relax. I'm like, uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I almost started screaming, I need to do. I need to do. I need to do. I'm being violated. Help. <laughs> Help. And then the, then the other lady comes in who was my urologist and she get something and she just yanks this tube out and I was like I don't know how you people can make this so clinical and so cold I don't understand this I well well thank god I didn't need a I didn't need a catheter yeah holy shit yeah I had, I had a catheter I had a catheter god I was probably teenager oh god I does no thank you yeah that shits yeah never get a kidney awful. stone dude never get a kidney stone it is the worst Ooh. pain oh my god it is an awful awful pain i was like banging my head on the wall trying to set trying to trying to give my body a new pain to worry about but regardless i wanted to ask you something you ready no i'm ready who's the best batman of all time adam west michael keaton ben affleck or christian bale there's a poll on GameSpot of almost 300,000 votes. And I'm curious to what order you would put those guys in. And then oh. I'll tell you what GameSpot was. Now, uh, okay, now who do I have again? You have Adam West, Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, Christian Bale. 
Okay. Well, for yeah, I know I'm supposed to say Adam West is awesome, mm-hmm. but he's because he's the first. But the Batman he had to portray was very campy and comic book like, right. like Sunday morning comic book, yeah. you know, Sunday morning comics. So I'm gonna put him dead last. Okay. And and actually he was, but I'll give him this: he was more the detective than any of the others listed. Very true. Yes, he was. Because Batman initially, well, it's not initially, but his first thing, his first, his his superpower, if you want to call it that, he's the world's best detective. Yeah, he he detects. That's what he does. You know, he figures shit out. He's smarter than everybody, and he figures shit out. That's what he does. So, oh, um, Alex Keaton was a good Batman. They were mm-hmm. all pretty good. I liked, I like Ben Affleck even as like older kind of cynical Batman right. kind of didn't really give a shit if he killed somebody that had it coming. Yeah, he sure <laughs> I, didn't. Boy. I kind of like that Batman. Yeah, he's like, I'm not gonna save you, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. I may not kill you, but I'm not gonna save you if you happen to be uh, a casualty of what I'm trying to do here. Mm-hmm. But um. I would have to go with number one. The I'm just now. This is just me. I'm going okay. by the ones I enjoyed the most. Okay. I'm gonna say Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, and then Adam West at the wow. end. You yeah. you followed the game spot right down the line. That's Did I really? Fact. Yeah, I know. Ben, uh, Christian Bale was sixty six percent. Ben Affleck was thirteen percent. Michael Keaton was twelve. Adam West was nine. Wow. So you followed it right down the line, which I'm a little surprised by because I figured with your age and your love of Batman, Michael Keaton would have been number one. Well, Michael Keaton was a good Batman, but I enjoyed uh, Christian Bale more. And maybe it's because it's a better movie. That very well could be the case. But that's probably, um, what, it is. That's probably what it was. Because the Batman, the second, the Dark Knight is, is better than everything and all of them. You know, he's yeah. Ledger. He's Ledger. You know, rest his drug addicted soul. You know, really made that into a into a legendary movie. Um, and you're right about Affleck, his cynical Batman, which wasn't an old Batman, but he was an older. I'm fucking sick of doing all this, and if you die, you die. I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. I liked that Batman. Michael Keaton was sort of in between, like where Patterson's Batman is and where Affleck was Batman. He was sort of in that middle ground where he still had his morals. He still kind of sort of saw the world in a that could be redeemed kind of thing. Right. And Adam West, yeah, it was campy. It was goofy with a shark spray and all that shit that he had, you know. But it was, it was, I think it was the times, you know, that made it so that that's how they made Batman. You know, Batman, what did um, that dude say? I want to say it was Arthur Miller. I think that's his name. Who rewrote Batman? Uh, he gave uh, Bat- mean, who am I thinking of? Is it Arthur you, Miller? No, it's not Arthur Miller. It's uh, uh, God damn it, uh, uh, uh not George Miller. Um, that's close. I know it's Miller. Uh, yeah, it's not Arthur. It's um, Frank Miller. Frank Miller. Thank you. Yes. Frank Miller said, you know, he gave Batman his balls back when you know he wrote, you know, the older Bat, that older Batman. Yeah. Um, so. I don't necessarily disagree with the order. I just thought it was surprising that so many people picked 
Christian Bale as the best because I thought that his that that weird voice he gave in that last oh, one just that's bothered the only the hell hell bothered me so much. Yeah. yeah, that that one that was the only if I had to that's the only thing I didn't like about it. I actually appreciated that Affleck they they made the the point to give him like a voice modulator. You right. see him testing it out yeah. before he talked. So I thought that was kind of cool, but um that's the only thing I didn't care for was the voice and it was but I I see why he did it because it was an artistic choice. Uh, what's right. his name gave him car blanche to do that, um, Nolan, and yeah. uh, it makes sense because you know, it just because he's wearing a cowl, you can see half his face, and if you you know if you pay attention, you probably could figure out who he is. So it would make sense he would try to disguise his voice on top of it. But I don't know. I still like Christian Bell as a Batman. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, he was. I also love the fact that I've I've seen multiple videos on that toxic site TikTok where um, they're talking about why Batman has half his face uncovered. And we've talked about this in real life where so the police can, you know, know he's white. And this other guy brought up what you brought up, but yeah. the black Batman, his whole face is covered. Yep. And I'm wondering, honestly, and I wish I could get the writers of that to talk to me about it. Was that done because of that? I would, I, I would, I would bet you a million dollars. That's what it was. Because, do you? I mean, even in the comic book world, do you think Batman would get away with half the shit he gets away with if he was black and doing yeah. all that shit and oh. going above the law? Mm, no fucking way. All those people he's hospitalized and, and 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 damn near killed. No, thank you. He's beat up cops before. Yeah. I mean, Batman don't care unless it's obviously the Joker, and then he has to save the Joker, which I will go to my grave saying he saves that man because he needs the adrenaline rush of putting him back in prison. I, I just, I've never understood that dynamic between the two. And and then somebody, I watched another video where a guy said because Batman won't kill the Joker because he's terrified of becoming a murderer and never being able to stop once he kills him that first time. You know, once he does that first taste of blood, he'll never be able to get away from it. And I'm like, okay, well, here's my retort. I call bullshit on that because Batman would stop someone else from killing the Joker. Yeah. That's the problem. He tried to stop Superman from killing him after Superman got, uh, he made Superman nuke a town and kill his family. That's the problem. It's not that Batman won't kill him. I'm fine with that. But Batman, I think, would even save the Joker if the state won. It's a state one executing, because Batman needs him. I believe that in my heart, heart that character needs the Joker. He can't. I don't think he'd be able to survive without him. I don't think he'd know what to do in his life. He's like the Terminator. After you kill John Connor, now what? You know, now what? Yeah. And after the Joker dies, it's like Batman would be like, okay, well, what do I do now? Can I really just be Bruce Wayne? So I, I just find that just just so frustrating about the character. Anyway, I had to get that part off my chest. So, all right, what did you got? Um, not a whole lot. What have What have you been watching? I've been watching a lot of movies, uh, well, over the last month and a half. Not a lot, but quite a bit, and some shows. Uh, let's see. Did you watch Hawkeye at all? 
You know, the sad part is I watched that first episode and I don't know if it was a pain, high, a high pain day, but it bored the crap out of me. And I just haven't been able to revisit it yet because I got such a bad taste in my mouth of that first episode. But I do know this. Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin shows up. So, yeah, he does. He's in the last two episodes. Right. So it's kind of getting me to the point where I, I guess it's like, okay, I'll suffer through the next few episodes to get to that. I don't think it's so much as a suffering. I mean, I like it and it's setting up. It really is another step. You're basically watching Hawkeye's replacement. And oh, uh, the girl, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the Marvel Universe takes liberties with the cinematic universe, the MCEU. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, uh, you know, in, in the comics, his daughter is Hawkeye 2 or, yeah. or yeah, so uh, she's not his daughter. And uh, she's a likable character. And uh, it's, you know, it's give it, a, give it a shot, man. It's a good, it made me give a shit about Hawkeye, the whole show. And it was a good show. And the character's queer, right? No. No, the girl, right? I thought she I thought I read somewhere where she's where she's, nah. she's, uh, she's queer. That's what I her thought. sexual orientation does not come up at all. Oh well. If it that. is, if it does, it's so it is so uh a line drop. I missed it because okay. she doesn't yeah. have a love interest or anything. Got she's it. obsessed with uh she's like a Hawkeye fanboy, but she's like the real deal. She really is good. And he kind of begrudgingly takes her under his wing and then becomes, you know, ends up really, you know, being friends with her. And they hey, just watch the show, man. It's a good show. All right. I watched, uh, let's see, when Shang-Chi, did we talk about Shang-Chi? I think we did. Oh, when I saw it in the theaters. That yeah, was back in, back in uh, October. Yeah, no, I, I saw it on. Uh, oh, yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, I saw it on Disney Plus. Not bad. Not I great, it was great. But not bad. Yeah, I, I thought it. it was great. The, you know, the scene I like most in that movie is mm-hmm. when the dad grabs his son to point out the guys that killed his mom, his wife, and the boy's mother, and he just lights everybody up in that fucking in that bar. He just kills them yeah. with those rings. I was like, oh yeah, that was a good scene. Um, did you watch? Uh, well, since they're all on Disney Plus now, did you catch up and watch uh, Black Widow? Yes, so I've seen the black. I saw the black. Okay. Video. Did you watch uh, uh, Eternals? I I realized that last night that it was out, so I'm gonna watch it today. Uh, okay. I'm not really. I don't really have high hopes for it because I just have read so many terrible things about it. So I don't know. <sighs> Here's the thing. Um, it's basically. Here's the thing. It's like um. It's like a thinking man's Marvel movie. If you're going expecting punches in the face and you will get that stuff, mm-hmm. but that's not what it's about. And uh and it's it's uh it's it's really more of a character study on this group of Eternals and what they're what they are, how they came to be. And they, you know, because they don't even really know. And then they, it's about them finding out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, 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 an, it's, it's definitely a Marvel movie you need to see because it's going to be part of this extended universe. But at what aspect, I don't know yet. I mean, it's, you know, we're just starting to move the chess pieces 
you know, Shang-Chi being the first, this one being the second, and then the third being um, um, Spider-Man No Way Home. And uh, so it, 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 it's, it's weird. And watch the post-credit scenes because you might get something. For, you'll definitely get something from it. Uh, I don't, you know, spoiler, since every, it's been out a while and you don't care about this stuff. But uh, you don't see him, but you hear him. Uh, it is also used as a kind of a, a post-credit scene. Um, you'll see, you'll get the Black Knight soon and Blade. Ooh. Is there any rumor about Wesley being in Blade? Or I have no idea. I know uh, her, 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 Mersha. Oh, God, it's a mouthful. Her Mersha Ali, he is Blade. So yeah. I don't I don't know if they're gonna have Wesley kind of have like the Whistler role. I don't know. I do I not know. I was thinking it could even be as simple as a passing of the torch. You know, he could just he could bite the kid and and then die. You know, I mean, I, nah, I don't think I they're think, gonna go that route. I don't. Think I know, do that. but I just I really want to see Wesley, get- especially since Wesley and Ollie, they're only. Five years apart in age. Right. That's that's <laughs> the thing. It's like, dude, he's not. It's like um when uh Samuel played Shaft, a new younger hipper version. Nigga, he's like five years younger than than, than Fred Williamson. Man, what are you talking uh, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, they were they were almost the same age. Yeah, so what are you talking about? Like, younger <laughs> and hipper in the same goddamn age. Man. And in the show, he played like uh, uh uh he didn't play his father. He played like uh uncle type, or he played like a you know yeah, it's funny. That's but only only with black folks they can they can do that where it it, it seems plausible. It's yeah. like yeah, he could be seventy five or. 42. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I, don't just, I don't know. Yeah. No, you're right. You really don't. Sometimes you don't. Like, I forget Angela Bassett's almost 65 years old. Yeah. Someone at work thought I was, uh, I had to thank him. So, oh, thank you. But someone at work thought I was 35. <laughs> I was like, nah, a little, little south of that. <laughs> he's like, well, how old are you? I was like, I'll be 50 in July. And he's like, holy shit. You, you're like three years younger than my dad. Like, all right. Calm all right. Down. Enough of that. Calm yeah. down. Yeah. Jesus. That's not a compliment. That's <laughs> yeah. You're not helping me. Well, <laughs> it's like they say, man. You know, it's just it's just weird how black folks, some of us age. We just we're like Chinese women who go from we, like we just don't. <laughs> yeah. You know, like like some Asian women do that, where it's like you can't tell if they're like 12 or 50. It's like I can't really I don't know. How old are you? When we hit a certain age, when we hit a certain age, though, we'll get front loaded all those years. Like uh, this guy that I work with, who he looked fifty for the I don't know, almost twenty years I work with him. He retired at like sixty-two at work, and uh, that last year he just like he aged fifteen years in one year. Yeah. That's what happened. That's like, well, he's a president, but that's what happened to Barack Obama. He went in looking like a man who was 40, came out looking like a man who was 65 years old, man. But look at him now. He looks like he, he looks young again. Yeah, he de aged. That, st- that stress was off of him. And, you know, not, not to, you know, this last I'll talk about this, but I just thought it was funny that every president has looked older after they've gotten out, except for Trump. He actually looks exactly the same, which yeah. should tell you he didn't care. 
What what stress? What stress? Yeah, he didn't care. He wasn't doing shit, but fucking shit up. Yeah, but making it (laughs) worse for everybody, and that's why I've been uh, I've been commenting on different uh, videos of these women begging for uh, you know to keep the right to choose, and I'm like, it's gone. I just want you to understand that you millennials who who were pissed off that Bernie Bernie Sanders didn't get that nomination and didn't vote for Hillary. Uh, and all of you people who decided, well, let's give Trump a chance. He's a businessman. We'll give him a shot. This is going to cost. This is what's costing you your your the rights to your internal organs. Uh, it's gone. It's it's gone. It's gone. Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned in May, and it's over. And then we're going to lose complete faith in the Supreme Court, and we're gonna we're gonna dive into chaos. I guarantee it. And it's like I blame I blame women for this. You know, I it's like it's this is your fault. You are 52% of the population. You know, you you guys hate each other, but you should be united on this, whether you're pro-life or 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 or, or, or freedom of choice, you know, pro-life or, or, or an anti-abortionist. Either way, you should agree on one thing. Your body, your choice. But you can't even do that. And look what look what's, look what's about to happen. Y'all gonna about to go back to falling down the stairs and hangers. And also, they're so slick now that if you fall down the stairs. Yeah, you still might get put in jail, you know, for murder, you know, manslaughter. You know, some states are passing laws like that, and even with a miscarriage, could be enough to lock them up. Yeah, so it's fucking crazy. So I don't know what to tell you. You know, this is what you get for voting for Trump or not voting at all. This is what you get. You know, I could care less. You know, I, I'm not going to ever be in that situation again. I could care less. I think it's wrong. You know, I'm I'm pro-choice to to to, the, to my dying day because it's not I don't have to carry the baby, right? You know, I shouldn't have I shouldn't have a word to say on it because I don't have to go through that. You know, and also this one dude tried to. Kevin Samuels also said this too, and I'm I'm really, you and I talked about this on the phone in real life, but I really, I'm having a hard time not thinking this man is hiding something. I really think Yeah, even if I don't know even if he was, it doesn't change the fact that a lot of shit he's talking about is facts. It's not pretty, it's uncomfortable to bring up, but it's true. A lot of it is. And I I, I, I've granted I've watched enough of his stuff to form an an actual opinion on him. Mm -hmm. And he is he he does spit a lot of facts. I'll give you that. But Sometimes it's like, dude, why are you such an asshole? He has no chill. No, he doesn't. <laughs> it's like, nigga, calm down. What is wrong? With- what woman hurt you? Who hurt you? Is what you want to tell him. Your yeah. mom, your sister, your your last girlfriend. Who hurt you? Because you have a thing against women. You really don't like women. And it's like, especially women that are quote unquote strong with opinions. It's it's like some of these niggas want these women who are like uh, Stepford wives. It's what I'm starting to find see in 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 in, in the world of the interwebs. You know, <laughs> they want Stepford wives. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why would you want a Stepford wife? I don't understand that. I mean, why do you want a woman who just cooks and cleans and and then fucks you and goes lays down somewhere? You don't want to have a conversation with her. You don't want to laugh and joke with her. You don't want none of that shit. You know. But then again, there are women who want that. 
You know, they then they want the man to pay oh, yeah. all the bills. You know, men ain't a man unless he paid in bills. Well, then what are you gonna do? I'm gonna bring me. Yeah, I'm gonna need more than that. I'm gonna need more than that because let me be because that'll get old fast. Yeah, and that's that'll play of, itself out. And that's the thing a lot of those women don't understand. It's like, look, you women are prime between 18 and about 28 for that shit. Let's just be honest and real. After that, if you don't have a personality, dudes aren't gonna fuck with you. But in 18 to 28, when a woman is in her prime. Yeah, some dudes will be like, "Well, all right, I'll I'll fuck with it," you know. But after that, if y'all ain't got something to bring, especially if you got like, I guess one lady was like, "How come I can't find a a high value man? I got three kids by three baby daddies, you know, and I can't find a high value man." Yeah, he, you're not high. I value. wonder why. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I wonder fucking why. I mean, he said something that just makes so so much sense. What what uh, product? That that you know of that gets that gets a lot of use and a I'm I'm not saying it right. It's fine, just just paraphrase. Something like uh, you know, what do you have that has a lot of use that that uh, depreciates in value? I mean, what do you you know? There's nothing that uh, that that gains value. The more you like have kids by baby daddies, the more. You you know you go out and you know do whatever and pass up that guy that wants to treat you right and then mm-hmm. when you're all used up from the drug dealer boyfriend you had or the mm-hmm. piece of shit you had now you want to come back you've depreciated your value now you don't expect you're not going to get the same deal you were yeah. going to get five ten years ago no you're not but the, a lot of women expect that you know and that then then they're and their their thing is like well I'm the prize. Well, you're a dime a dozen, and I got a dollar. So exactly. exactly. So what are we talking about? Yeah, it's like it's like they honest. A lot of women honestly believe that. Look, I'm pretty. I got a pussy. Let's do this. It's like hold on. I I, I understand that those are two important qualities, but after that, well. What, yeah, what, do you, what do you what do you have that makes me want to be around you all the time? Yeah, I want to be able to hang out with you. I want to be able to go somewhere, right. go on a trip, and you know, it's, hey, where we're going is a six-hour plane ride. I'd like to be able to talk to you for six hours. Yeah, if I can't hold a conversation with you, and we've been around, we've been together long enough to where sex is it's good, but it's you know it's expected or it's war- kind of you know. It's not as exciting as it was in mm-hmm. the beginning, like everything. Then you've kind of you know, you're kind of painting me in a corner here. Yeah, and uh, you know, and not to sound like a chauvinist, but this is just what it is. Yeah. I mean, if you fuck around with some dudes that are uh, that just work on their their uh, uh, just work on their abs all day, and and they're a personal trainer, but yet they don't have a way of retiring. Guess what? You're in the same boat as I am. If you, if that's if that's all you're chasing, you're gonna have the, you're gonna have this adult child you got to take care of because he has no other fucking skills, right? So, uh, no, I agree wholeheartedly with with that aspect of it. It's just that it's like it's like they want, you know, it's it's just amazing. They want like this one lady said she wouldn't. Even, I think I sent her the video. She wouldn't even buy the man a birthday present because he has me. 
Yeah, I saw that. I was like, get the entire fuck out of here. And with I'm like, that bullshit. I'm like, you're not. No woman is is that good looking. I said, I'm sorry, but even the great Halle Berry ain't that good looking to where she can't do nothing for you. But wait, what? I was like, uh, I'm so confused. Like, what did you say? Why would you? And if he gets sick and can't work, well, I gotta find another man then. I, I I saw one. I watched, listen to one episode of Kevin Samuels. There was a woman that uh, she was disguised. She and she had this high value guy, mm. and she didn't have any kids with him. But they were married. No, they weren't married. I'm sorry, they weren't married. Mm-hmm. She lived in a house that he paid for, mm-hmm. and um, he was based. She was. She knew that she wasn't the only one. He wasn't his only girlfriend. Right. Uh, and they he ended the relationship. And she was telling Kevin how she's used to a certain lifestyle and she should give him, uh, uh, he should give her five years uh, to move out or did, uh, and she should, he should just keep her a kept woman for five years or until she finds someone else, whichever comes first. Why? Because she's so good looking and and uh, that's she deserves that. And she was not even she was 100 percent serious. Even oh. Kevin was like, what the fuck are you? He was trying to he was trying to go at it. He wanted to keep her talking. So he wasn't like blowing up on her because mm-hmm. he wanted to like, am I hearing this right? So he's giving her all these chances to, to backpedal. And she just kept plowing forward. No, he's like, you guys don't have kids together. You were never married. And this is, she's like, but she feels she deserves these things. And and the reasons because she's that good looking and she was a good girlfriend, a good lay when they were together. So he should pay for that for five years or until she ropes some other sucker, uh, whichever comes first. And 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 if you and I you know I I had to see what she looked like, so I watched it on YouTube. Mm. And the scary part of this were the comments. How many women agreed with her? Oh yeah, they do. It was insane. I was like, these got to be trolls, but no, it was just Mm -mm. waves of them. Mm -mm. A pretty woman has always felt like that's all she needs. We all remember the hot, the hot chicks from high school and all that stuff, man. I mean, they a lot of them didn't didn't, didn't have nothing to them but their looks, and they feel like that's enough. I'm I'm a I'm, I'm a trophy woman, and that's all you. That's all I need, you know. Then now you pay for everything, you know. It's like you know, it's it, it's it's like smoking out the window, you know. This bitch got me buying blah 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 blah. You know, it's like I don't. I've never understood that that mentality that even dudes who have I've dudes who have giant dicks don't act like that. All I need is my giant dick. You know, no, these dudes go out and work, they get houses, they get cars, so they can get the woman. You know, I guess the dick thing is just like the icing on the cake. But a woman who's really good looking feels like that's all I need to be. It's pretty. Well, sometimes you'll get a, you'll get like a, you know, you'll get like a, a unicorn. I, I, you know, I have a girlfriend right now and she's pretty attractive. She's just fucking, she's hot as far as I'm concerned, but, but she's, she's got four degrees. She makes great money. She does her own thing. She's fine. 
so they I know they still exist. These women out there that are actually go getters and actually and they can still be feminine or not like they're not like just a a a softer version of a dude. Oh, hey, uh, that, yeah, that's yeah, the other yeah, thing. The, yeah, because yeah, sometimes a lot of them will fall in that trap. Yeah. But uh, you know, the Cashel who I'm with, she's the exact opposite of that. She's all those she's got all those strengths, but she has none of those. She's not trying to be like a little man. She's a woman. She's very feminine. It's just it's just uh it's it's they still exist. You know, my they're friend just, Danielle, she's the same way. They still exist. They are hard to find, but they are, they're, young, they're, they're, especially they're if they're younger. Oh, uh, and the, and the older, yeah, and the older you get, the harder it gets. Yeah, that's so, true. So, uh, they still they're still out there. They're not all just shitty. <laughs> all right, well, let's switch gears. This is called Black Nerd Radio, not Black Relationships. Uh, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Hey, did you watch? Did you get a chance to see Spider Man No Way Home? Uh, not yet. I'll wait for it to come on uh, Disney Plus. Dude, I heard it's really good. Believe the hype. Yeah, I heard it's Believe really, really the good. hype. Yeah, man, you, you watch it and you're like, yeah, this is why Marvel's on top. This <laughs> is this shit right here. And I'll, I'll just tell you right now, you don't, you get all three Spider Men, which you knew. Yeah. But. You know, like me, like a lot of other people, just expected it'd be a really cool cameo or a couple of scenes. No, two thirds of the movie is three Spider Men. Really? Yes. And uh, the vast majority of the movie is them working together, and they talk about their perspective universes. It is fucking amazing. It is. It was the first time. It's like, oh, I missed Jerry Maguire, Toby Maguire. I was like, I didn't think I did, but I did. I I, I missed uh, Garfield. He was, I was like, God damn. Oh. It made you give a shit about all the villains. Because it's a movie about, is about the villains, really. Yeah, I, I saw Jamie Foxx's Electro, and it yeah. wasn't the same guy. He was... A little bit different. He wasn't as cartoony from the clip. Yeah, he wasn't like on. He wasn't like. Yeah, he wasn't glowing blue and right. And uh, but he, they kind of he explains that a little bit. But um, he's how he's able to harness his power a little different. And he Mm. gets his hands on an arc reactor so he can just hone his powers. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, and Doc Ock, dude, it was, and and fucking. William Defoe as fucking as green crazy, Go- crazy self as Green Goblin, mm. a, a more powerful Green Goblin that hands Spider Man his ass a couple of times. I mean, literally beats the shit out of him to where he's running away from him. Really? <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking good. I can't wait to go see it again. I think I'm gonna see it next week. Hmm. But but it was like, God damn, this is why Marvel's on top. This right here, the writing is stellar. It made you fucking. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna. And spoiler: Aunt May dies. You fucking almost shed a tear. Almost. I was, was like, she God, murdered or did she die? She was murdered. Ah, there it is. That's why. And uh, but the way she handles it, it, dude, it's so fucking good. It's like I can't believe I'm giving a shit about Doc Ock. I can't believe I'm giving a shit about Sandman. But it's I was a, about to ask, did he show up too? Sandman, Doc Ock, um. Uh, Lizard, um, Electro, and Green Goblin. 
wow, I want to see the Sandman. And thought, all three Spider-Men. Because I thought the Sandman had a lot of potential, but he was jammed into that crappy movie. And, uh, you know, I kind of, when the movie started, I was like, this movie has three Spider-Men and, and five villains. This is going to, this might be Marvel's first shit show. I couldn't have been more wrong. And, you know, it is, what it boils down to is solid writing. That is, yes. if you have a solid base, you're going to make it work. And that's exactly what they had. Everyone got a moment. It didn't feel cluttered or, or uh, crowded. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, the runtime's a little long. It's about two hours and 45 minutes. I figured it had to be almost three hours long. But, you don't, but you don't care. You're enjoying every fucking minute of it. See, I used, to, I used to always talk about when I watched movies, I had a two hour, my butt was about two hours. Because I always knew when I'd been in there for two hours, my butt would start to be like, all right, man, time to get up. Time to get up. Until Lord of the Rings, the first, yeah, the first Lord of the Rings, my butt didn't move. And I was like, this the, that was the first time a movie over two hours, I didn't fidget. Uh-huh. Because it was so good. So I'm hoping that Spider-Man No Way Home is like that for me, where it's like, I won't fidget and I won't realize I've been in there for goddamn three hours in one I, spot. Dude, I can't believe you're going to not like this movie. I, I, if you say you don't like it, I don't know you because it gives you everything you want okay. and a couple things you don't think you want. It was, just, I was, it was stellar. And there's a reason why this movie made a billion dollars during the pandemic. Yeah, it did. That's what shocked me too. Is it made a billion dollars, and I'm like, are you, it made are a billion dollars inside a month in under thirty days. Wow! During the pandemic, where uh, if it made a hundred million, it would have been considered a massive success. But no, it made a billion, and you know, you watch it, you'll see why. It just it it is a nerdgasm. It's a three hour nerdgasm. Okay, here's one. Here's here's one for you. Idris Elba, did you read that they are in serious considerations to make him Bond? It's not a joke anymore. It's really? like they are really seriously considering him for Bond now. They wanted, they didn't think at first because, you know, black. Then they didn't want to choose anybody because they wanted to let um, No Time to Die, whatever the last Bond name of the Bond movie was. To yeah, run No its Time course. to Die. Yeah, I wanted to run its course. Now that it has the producers and some of the writers are like, I think Elba's the man. I think he's the one that can do well, this. Well, the uh, the last uh, the No Time to Die, which was really good. It was so much better than the last Bond movie, which was uh, the one with Batista. That one was yeah. garbage. That one was not good. Was that Skyfall? Is that what it was called? No, Skyfall's a good one. Ah. It, uh, uh, it went... Uh, Casino Royale, which was good. That was then it went uh, Quantum of Solace, which was okay. Mm-hmm. Then it went to um, Spectre, which wasn't great. And then this fourth one was uh, No Time to Die, which was good again. Um, they had a black woman who was the 007 because the whole time this Bond movie was going on, James Bond wasn't a 007. In fact, he had to get a license to kill to help them out. They had to give reinstate his license to kill, but he wasn't 007. He was just Bond. And uh, oh, and they're going the route of James Bond was his name. So it looks like what's going to be passed on 
is just 007. That's how they're going to get out of it. Yeah. That's how they're going to get out of it. Because it said, said, Bond, meet the new 007. And it was this black woman. And she was pretty good, actually. And there was a couple scenes where they're like, 007, and they both answer. And then the people were like, no, no, the real one. And it mean, it meant Bond. <laughs> and, but she, but no one, you know, they, I think they expected more of a, more of a pushback because it's, you know, it was like, oh, the next Bond's going to be a black woman. But it wasn't as big a pushback. And the movie was good. So, you know, usually when the movie's good, all is forgiven. So right. I think that's why, because this was successful, that's why they're toying with the idea of actually going with a black bond. This is just me speculating. I do not know. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's why. Because, uh, you know, uh, a lot Idris would be a great bond. It would be a great 007. So what about Connery and, and all those other guys? They weren't bond. They were 007. I or or did, or did they're looking they at they're now you're you know we're looking at different bonds, but remember they don't all tie into each other. They they don't the like the bonds of you know old and the these current bonds they don't they don't they only seem to be exist in the universe that they're currently in the franchise they're currently in. I mean they'll pick, cherry pick. Characters like Spectre, because Spectre's from the, you know, Spectre's from, you know, the, um, um, you know, that, that character, that villain's from the 60s. But um, I, I don't, I'm guessing, but, but you know, they just refer to the no 007 as 007. I mean, if they go with Idris Elba as James Bond, Grant, they'll just do what they did like they've always done. Cherry pick events from other movies to incorporate and just kind of pretend that this is James Bond. You know what I mean? Okay. They're not going to, I don't, I don't see them spending a ton of time on that because they've already dropped the ball and they've already established that his, you know, that Daniel Craig was James Bond because that was the family name and Skyfall. He went to the ranch that he grew up on. That was Bond Ranch or something like that. So they already established that. But since there's going to be so many characters bleeding over into this new franchise from this last one, like Money Penny and and um, Q and all those guys, you know, are bleeding over to the whoever's going to be the next Bond. Maybe they'll just go with 007. I don't know. That's interesting. Because like I, like I said, that is a way for them to get out from under. Bond has to be a white guy if, if this last Bond was actually his name. You yeah. know, and not a designation. So they could get away from that. And instead of being, you know, James Bond, it'll be like, I don't know, Darnell Washington, you know, 007. Oh, Jesus, why is that? Come on, dude. You need to do better than that, Darnell <laughs> Washington. Darnell Washington, 007. Malik, Malik, uh, Malik Shabazz. Malik Shabazz is 007. There you go. There you no. go. No. Now everybody knows. No. Exactly, baby, got to prepare the public for what they're about to see. No, no, no. Really? No, no. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, also, I've been reading about this uh, uh, Ray Fisher's uh, deal with uh, Zach Schneider. I saw that they were, that, that when Josh Wheaton came in, he rewrote the character 
in a in a way that pissed off Fisher because he uh, Snyder wanted pissed off Snyder too. Yeah, because Snyder wanted uh, his parents to be together, stable, and geniuses, and Wheaton didn't see that. And I'm like, Wheaton, Wheaton also Wheaton, was he like was that a black thing he wanted to do to keep black stereotype up? You know, a family strife, and they're all not too bright, but he is kind of thing. I mean, I don't. Oh, quite understand but, what's happening here. No, they didn't say that. You saw it. It wasn't like the dad was dumb. He was a genius, and so right, was right. And so, uh, but um, but you know this this whole thing got kind of like eye rolls when Ray Fisher was complaining. But then uh, after everyone did some digging, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of weight to what he was saying because. Uh, Gal Gadot kind of backed up what he said with her own personal story with Whedon. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Momoa mm. backed Fisher. He's like, yeah, there was some bullshit going on set with Whedon, and I'm, I'm, I st- and, and and then and then um, 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 Snyder said the same thing. So what ended up happening is when Snyder left after his daughter after his daughter killed herself, yeah, um, uh, Whedon came in, rewrote a bunch of shit, right, and turned the three hour movie, three and a half hour movie, into a two hour movie, trying to cram that all, which never fucking works when they do no. that no. in the history of film. When has that ever fucking worked? Um, but uh, he wanted to pay homage to. Uh, uh, Teen Titans Go. That's why he wanted. He kept wanting to Ray Fisher to say "booyah" and Ugh. make him slapstick. Yeah, and Ray Fisher's like, "This is not what I signed up for." And you're, and then so he and he didn't want to do it. So that's he had a way more significant role. He's supposed to be like the heart of the Justice League, right. but not according to uh, not according to Whedon. He kind of just kind of just wrote him out and gave him one note and kind of cut out a lot of shit of the scenes and stuff. And, but now we're looking back, Whedon's kind of a piece of shit. Now yeah. we're finding out and it probably was a little racial. So and that's what I, from what I read, that's what I got out of it. Is that it was seemed like it was a racial thing. And, yeah. and he's a bit of a sexist. Cause he was like, didn't like the fact uh, he, he got in Gal Gadot shit. And she went over his head and went to the studio head and said, either he stays away from me or I will never do another movie with you guys again. Forget about another Wonder Woman, which actually this is before the second one came out, 84, which was a complete piece of shit. I hate 84. Yeah, it was but the first one was great, but that second one was garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, um, she's like, I won't, I'll leave the studio. And uh, they told him that when she's on set and not acting, he is offset or vice versa. So uh, she went over his head and he had to nut the fuck up. And, uh, and, you know, and he, uh, he kind of got me too on top of, on top of that around the same time. So yeah, we're finding out that, you know, Joss Whedon is kind of a piece of shit guy. Yeah. They're all uh, Hollywood. is just seems like it's just a cesspool of, of course, just awfulness, man. <laughs> I mean, oh, absolutely. I, I, I did. I didn't realize it was that bad at first, you know. But it's awful. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know, dude. Oh, also, one one more thing. They're making a prequel to Mad Max Furiosa. <coughs> yeah. Um, I knew this was coming. They were talking about it like two years ago. Yeah. So I it looks like it's Friday fr- starting to film, though, pretty soon. It's crazy that it's going to be a prequel considering that, you know, this movie was made almost six years ago. And, uh, even though you know, because it was it was on the shelf for a couple of years before it actually came out. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, so I don't know if it's going to be a prequel or just a side story. But uh, I, I she was a great character, so I'm curious to see how it turns out. Well, it actually said prequel. The article oh, it did oh, okay. Yeah, so that they're actually uh, shooting the prequel. Um, so I don't know, I. I, I just didn't understand the last Mad Max. I'm like, this is just a long chase movie. Is this man? Did you watch Mad Max Fury Road? Yeah, I did. I actually did. I actually I thought watched it. Was a great it. movie. They're all to, they're all a like, chase. Every movie chase has movie. what am I every every single movie has a chase scene like that. So what do you? I mean, it, it's it's part of what it is. They're great movies, especially well. Uh, the first and second one. This, my favorites are Road Warrior, which is the second one. And uh, this one is probably a close second. Fury Road. I thought Fury Road was fun as fuck. I loved it. I'm I like the f- I like I like the one with Tina Turner myself. But. Oh, that one was okay. It was the only one that George Miller didn't really direct because uh, his cinematographer and producer friend, who worked on every of these all of these movies, because he's uh, he died uh, during production, so he left, and that guy. Uh, Finished uh, one uh, one of the directors finished that movie for him, mm-hmm. so he only directed half of it. That's why he kind of takes a weird turn, and you kind of get like, um, you know, with the kids, and that is the only movie that's PG thirteen because he, George Miller wasn't there to kind of hold the reins and do what he wanted to do. So, but um, that's the one I like the least, actually, not because of Tina Turner, just. The story isn't there for me. I liked Tina in that movie. I, plus, I liked the, the. Oh, she was fine. The theme just, song. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's she's. Tina. That's part of the reason why I really liked it was the theme song. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need another hero. I was like, that, that's a class, a classic. If you ask me. Uh, yeah, the Master Blaster. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I liked it a lot, dude. I, it was all right. I'll tell you. Um, all right, what else we got? My pain is about at a nine. It's in this chair. We have a chair that won't, it doesn't uh, have a back, sort of. So I can't lean back without laying, without it falling to the floor. So it's like I'm, I'm not up here and I've already taken my meds. So, all right, well, we'll just keep it short. Um, uh, I saw the Kingsman. I was do a couple more things to talk about. Talk about the Kingsman, uh, the Kingsman. It was pretty good. Uh, I kept waiting for Jimon Hansu, who's in it. He's like, uh, this takes place uh, right around World War One, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, so Jimon Hansu's like, it's like the beginning of the how the Kingsman organization comes to be. Yeah, it's how a prequel, it's, right? Yeah, and it looks right. like they're they're gearing it up for its own trilogy because the the main villain in this in this first one was um, well. The main villain of note, because there's like two villains, but uh, the big one that you're following mostly, <coughs> excuse me, is um, uh, Rasputin. And, and at the post credit scene, 
the second villain that's going to be coming up is Hitler, Adolf Hitler. And, uh, and, um, but it was, it was it, it, Ralph uh, Ray Fiennes, uh, was, uh, was the, the, the main protagonist in this movie. And it was really, I, I enjoyed it. It was, uh, is like a period piece. It was a little. It was kind of like the Kingsman, but not quite. I kept waiting for Jimon Hansu to die. He's the only black dude in there. He didn't. So wow, was, really? It was, yeah, it was awesome. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I will see the second one if it comes out. If the trailer looks good. Wait, will that be the third one? Well, this is uh, technically this is the fourth because it's the Kingsman. The Kingsman. The goal are uh, actually this would is the third one, but. Yeah, so I thought. Uh, no, no, there's three. There's Kingsman. Uh, there's the Golden Circle one, and then there's the um. Oh God damn it! Are you sure this is? This- uh, maybe. Well, this is the third one, but it's the first. It's the first one that um, it doesn't. It's not like in the same universe as the other ones. In the same universe, but this this. This third one is 70, 70 years before the first movie. So this is a, a prequel. Yeah. Okay. So it's not so it's not like none of the characters from the other two movies are in this movie because they weren't born yet. So oh, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I got it. I got it. Um Oh, don't start, kitty, please. <sighs> Kill that cat. I think something's wrong with her. She has to eat every, like, three hours. Otherwise, she will not leave me alone. It's the most annoying thing in the world. Ah, I think you mean Kingsman, the Secret Service? Uh, or is that the first? That's one? the first one. No, there's. you're right. There's three movies. Uh, the yeah. first two take place in modern day. This one takes place turn of the century. Um. Oh, uh, one last thing, and then we'll sign off. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watched the book of Boba yet, Boba Fett, I have heard nothing but shit about that. And I don't think it's shit, but I'm not liking it as much as I want to like it. And it's because they're kind, and they're not be uh, Ming Na when mm-hmm. uh, she plays like his right hand. And that woman's fucking awesome. And she's pistol hot. You you look at her. We're talking about black on crack, yellow on mellow. That woman is 57 years old. She looks exactly the same as when she played Wesley Snipes' wife in in the 90s. And I uh, forget what movie that was. And uh, she looks exactly the same. She looks great. No, she's 58, Negro. Get it well, right. Oh, well, shit. Uh, well, excuse me all the hell. Still doesn't change the fact she's hot as shit. God damn, man. I didn't know she was, I thought she was maybe 45. 58 years old. Jesus. Age. Wow. She looks fucking great. I used to always call her the. if you needed an a Asian woman to be with a black dude, it was always, always called Ming-Na. Always yeah, because she her. always played some black dude's side piece. She always yeah. played... <laughs> And it's like she just didn't care. She's like, yeah, whatever, man. I'll hook up with a brother. Let's do it. You know? Uh, she never she never seemed to care. What was the uh see uh uh terminal voice? No, that's not the one we're thinking of. Is it no? Um 
the Wesley Snipes one. Which one was that? Um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, um, I want to say she played Wesley Snipes' wife in. I think it's Terminal Voyage. That sounds like no. That sounds you're Wesley Snipes was in Terminal Velocity, I think, but that's not what she played his wife in. She played his wife in what was the name of that goddamn movie? Well, let's see. She's got ninety three credits, so it's kind of hard to comb through them all. Um, she's in the Joy Luck Club. Yeah, I remember that movie, boy. <laughs> uh, Street Fighter. She's oh, unfortunately she's part of that. Um, that awful movie. Oh, One Night Stand. Thank you. One night stand with Nadia K- Kaczynski. 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 Yeah, that was Kaczynski. Uh, yeah, Quincy Jones' her. ex-wife. Yeah, I remember Natasha. Her. Yeah, um, Natasha but yeah, she plays she plays uh, Boba Fett's um, like right hand. Mm-hmm. She's the real badass. Boba Fett's kind of a bitch in this show, and it's like it's not. I was expecting more of a badass that the Boba Fett lore is. Because if you really, if you really want to, you know, nitpick, he doesn't do a lot in the movies. He just has this persona of just yeah, ultimate yeah. badass. Right. So this show was supposed to show why he's such a badass, but he just—it's a lot of him giving people a pass and her wanting to fuck people up. So it's like I hope they turn it around. It's not a bad show. It just could be better. Okay. Uh, okay. Well. I'll try to watch an episode tonight if I can. Uh, yeah. I still, I'm still trying to get wrap my head around the expanse being over. I got to watch those last six episodes. I got to start the expanse. Over. Everyone that I know that watches that show loves that show. Oh, it's I, such a good show, dude. I gotta, so I gotta give it a watch. I have yet to watch. It's on my queue. It's just I gotta set aside some time to do it. It's so good, man. It's so good. I'm just pissed that it only gave you six episodes in the last season. God, mm. it just pisses me off. There's so much story there. It's like I wanted, I was hoping to get 20 episodes for the last season, man. There's so much there. It's a great show, dude. I love The Expanse. I've watched it through beginning to end twice already. You know, so it's and that's five seasons straight through. It's, it's all, you will have to love it. Well, I will give it a, I will give it a watch. Uh, next week, folks. We're going to review an independent comic or one that's coming out. We kind of got like a kind of an advanced look at what's coming. So we'll talk about that um, next week and we'll uh, we're going to bring it back up and it's getting close. I keep promising it, but we're getting close. We're going to have bring back force reviews and we're going to probably talk about the Godfather. So, uh, <laughs> so folks we will see you next week thanks for waiting for us to come back better late than never we'll see you next week peace